Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV, on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author's Show. Our book, Blood Feud, Berserker Trilogy Book One, is of the Legends of Ansu epic fantasy series and is based on Old Norse sagas. Authored by J.W. Webb, Blood Feud focuses on Yaren Serk, and Jim is here to tell us more. Jim, welcome to The Author Show. Well, thank you, Linda. It's lovely to be here. I'm excited. It's great. Jim, will you give us a quick overview of Blood Feud? Yes. I'll first explain that it's actually a new trilogy set in my world of Anzu. It's currently 12 books, but Blood Feud starts off, it actually takes place 1,000 years after the last book, so it really is a fresh start. It's concerned three characters. The main one is Yaren Sek. He's a sort of Viking type. He discovers uh, he's fighting in the armies of Imperial Shen, which is a pseudo-Oriental land, and he's actually across the far end of the world from where he was born. And early on in the book, he discovers that his uh, legacy and his heritage, because he's a nobleman, his family were wiped out and his entire island was stolen by a witch who's actually a sorceress. And so the story is really how he joins these two other characters, which are sort of dropouts. One's a girl called Savannah who has a lot of secrets. One of them is shape-shifting, so there's a lot of strange stuff going on with her. Another one is a former thief. His original gang are out to get him. These three individuals come together and they try to return to... Yaron's island, but they don't know how to find it. Will Yaron be prominent in each book in the trilogy? Absolutely. He's the key player. The two characters, Savannah and Finvar, are also very important characters, but Yaron is the main figure. Where did the inspiration for Blood Feud and the Berserker series originate? Well, I've always loved reading fantasy as a child. I was hugely invested in all of J.R.R. Tolkien's books, and he really got me into that mode. But there was one particular book called The Broken Sword by an American Scandinavian author called Paul Anderson. He wrote mostly science fiction, but I discovered this book in Holland when I was working on a building site and uh, 16 years old. And I just loved it. And it was basically about trolls and elves set in this Scandinavian setting, but, but it dipped into the other realms. And it did something to me. And as part of my ongoing series, I really wanted to do something with a Norse Teutonic theme. So that's really how it came about. Well, tell us, what is a berserker? A berserker is, and they actually did exist, is a Viking-type warrior from the Dark Ages. And they were meant to be servants of Odin, the one-eyed god. And he would gift them with this rage where they would go berserk. And that's where the word comes from. They would go completely nuts. They would chew their shields. They would strip off, sometimes naked. And apparently, if they got cut in battle, the wounds would heal themselves. Though I think that's a bit of poetic license there. That's what a berserker is. is a madman in battle. And they were so feared, they just attacked. They had no uh, fear themselves. So where does Blood Feud fit into the Legends of Anzu series? Well, it's actually a brand new start 
I wrote a book called Goal, which was the prequel, the series prequel. And then I started a six book series a thousand years after that. And I decided to leave that thread and come back another thousand years and Blood Feud picks up there. So it's completely different characters. And it's set in a different part of my world, Enzu. There's so many things that are related. So you could read it as a continuation from the last book in the series or absolutely as a new way to enter the series and go back and read the other books afterwards. Well, who do you believe would be the ideal reader for Blood Feud? You know, 30-something, or someone who loves J.R.R. Tolkien's work, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. There's so many fantasy books out there, and it's a huge subject. Joe Abercrombie is another author that I've been compared to. Anyone who's a fan of the series Game of Thrones, I deliberately made my characters grittier and made the content tougher because I figured that that's the way fantasy is. Now, if you're doing the harder, darker kind. So someone who was into all those areas would love it. And also people that like myth and legend, Celtic and Dark Age material. If you could compare your book, Blood Feud, with any other, what would that other book be? I've been compared with R.A. Salvatore. I'd say Blood Feud would probably be similar to Joe Abercrombie's The Blade Itself. He wrote a trilogy. Uh, it's, it's grimdark. I mean, his stuff maybe is a little bit more grimdark than mine. Or it's being compared to Game of Thrones too, because I use multiple POVs. So there's quite a lot of characters in it. It's complex and it is there's a great deal of world building that goes into it. What is it about Norse myths and legends that fascinate you enough to write about it? I've always been a history buff. I like Celtic myth. And again, I go back to Tolkien because he drew a lot of sources for The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, from The Ring Saga. So it's just fascinating. And their gods were mortals. And the whole pantheon has a sort of destiny feel about it. But I grew up in England, and there was so much history around, and, and I felt part of that. But I was always drawn to the grandeur of the myth. Jim, you describe your books as blending myth and legend, sword and sorcery. Do they also include any factual history? No, I duck in and out. I don't actually include anything I would call totally factual because it's a completely made-up world, much like Tolkien's Middle Earth. But it has a lot of origins from many things that have happened. It's parallel with our own world in many ways. It's really a, a medieval, dark age saga. And that's not just Blood Feud. That's pretty much all the books featuring different characters journeying through their realm. How do you select the names for your characters? Are they actual names from Celtic history? I have a character called Corin. He's probably my main character. He was is loosely taken from Celtic, but actually not completely. Yaron was pretty much my invention, but a lot of the other characters, like his father's Kralgi, is taken directly from Norse myth. Characters like Halfdan, they're names that come from the Norse myth, or they're similar it's a thing that G.R.R.M. Martins does with a lot of his characters. He will change a name from John to, to John just spelled differently. or It's a similar sort of thing that I do. Will you give us a quick teaser on book two in your trilogy? Well, book two, basically, there's a lot of things that have gone wrong for Yaron Sark and his two friends. He goes through a lot of trauma, but arrives back on his island of Balcador. But actually, the witch is one step ahead of him. And he arrives back but discovers that he's not actually in Valcador. She's pulled the fast one on him, and she's captured Savannah, who has now become his partner. 
and she's holding her in an ice cave at the other side of the world. And people got mad with me a bit with this because it did end in a cliffhanger, but it ends in a very good cliffhanger. So it just means that the next book is even more appealing. Yes, I don't like cliffhangers, and some of us <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's, my only, it's my only book that actually ends in a cliffhanger, but there you go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, Jim, you've written a lot of books. What would you say has been the most rewarding experience for you from your book writing? I think hearing what my readers think, that's so important, it's crucial. And I love to read a good review. And I have had a lot of great feedback and comments on social media and from my people that tap into my website. I want to make people happy. I want my stories to be out there, but I want people to love reading them and to be part of my world and to comment to me and ask any questions. To me, it's about giving back. I'm afflicted with the storytelling thing, so it's nice to uh, be able to give back. And that's great. So is there a message in Blood Feud that you would like readers to take away? It's vengeance, but it's the power of love. It's a good old classic, good versus evil. We have a horrible witch, Shiga, multidimensional. We have our three characters that are all sort of in a, a bit of a mess and, and all these problems to get over. But I would say the theme really is love over uh, vengeance, the good old good versus evil. Good will overcome evil, you know, you hope. <laughs> we do hope. So, will you please read a short excerpt for us from Blood Feud? Yes. Okay. This is from uh, about a third into the book, and it's when he comes across a god in a wood. A huge figure knelt by a roaring blaze. A shaggy-haired man he appeared with corded muscle and barrel chest. He wore a kilt, but no cloak to cover his naked torso. Like Jaron, the stranger bore many scars on that flesh, and on closer inspection, he saw the man had only one arm. A distant memory flickered through him, and a name, Taiho, the one-armed warrior, a god of the north. Jaron knew the god was testing him. Despite his fear, he stepped out, approached the crouched figure, who looked up casually as he walked close. Your friends worry that you've left them, Yaron Sark. The voice was a gravel scrape and thunderboom, those eyes glints of blazing silver fire, the moonlight trapped inside. I needed time alone. Jaron shoulder-tossed the elk in front of the god as a gift. He heard it boded ill, meeting Taiho the war god alone in the wild. A gift for a gift, Taiho rose to his feet, standing massive before Jaron. He reached behind his back and produced a huge, long-hafted axe. Your enemies are closing. You will need Griner to kill them. Jaron felt uneasy. Why would Taiho want to help him? And what would he ask for in return? Despite his misgivings, he gripped the weapon and thanked the god. Taiho pinned him with that terrible gaze. Use it well. Griner belonged to Borian once. Before that deity perished in the timeless wars, it serves you now in the new struggle. You mean against the witch Shiga? Yaron hefted the axe. It was heavy. The intricate rune markings glinted on the steel. He sensed power in the weapon, felt strength flowing into his arms. Strength and something else, a slow-burning rage. I will avenge my father, he told the god. You had best go back, Taiho said, his silver eyes blazing. Your little camp is under attack. Oh, my Lord. Um, You've definitely got the voice to read this. So that was a very interesting excerpt, Jim. So now I want to know, where can we learn more about you, about all your other books, and where can we purchase Blood Feud? It's all on my website, which is uh, JW Web Author. 
Spellback.com. Spellback. J W W E B B Author.com. And what all's on that site? All the books are on that site. At the moment, it's 11 books. It will soon be number 12, and they can all be viewed on that site. Plus, there's also a free giveaway for anyone who would like to say hello. Your free book is not a book that you've got for sale, if I remember correctly, but does it give you a taste for your writing or a taste for your series? Absolutely. It's just a little short story connected to one of my main other characters called Corin. It's one of the women he upset who's going to get her own back on him. And it features the Crimson Lady. And it's only for people that check out my website. So it's not for sale. It's a gift. And from your website, can we purchase your books directly from there? Yes, you absolutely can. All of them are on there. And the audio versions are on there as well. We've been talking with J.W. Webb, author of Blood Feud, Berserker Book One. Jim, thank you for spending time with us today, sharing your and story. We have a lot of fans of fantasy fiction, and I'm sure they're going to want to read Blood Feud and more of your Ansu series. So when you publish your next book, will you come back and chat with us again? Linda, I would love to. It's been wonderful, and it's terrific to talk about my crazy world of Ansu. Thank you so much. <laughs> More from the Legends of Ansu world, but with new characters. This will be an excellent read, even if you have not read any of the other stories, and also if you have read earlier parts, definitely recommended. Well, that was a review I found for Blood Feud, and if historical Norse fantasy fiction is your kind of read, please go to jwwebauthor.com and order your copy today. And when you finish, don't forget to post your review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with our author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon Music, and many more. So whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.